Father, we bless you and we thank you. We lift your name on high, my Father, my God. Thank you for this day that you have given unto us, my Lord, my Father. We believe that you have received our worship. You have received our praise, Heavenly Father. We bless you and we thank you. Father, as I stand on this altar, my Father, my God, I give you glory and honor, my Father, my God, that you let me step in the shoes of your mighty prophet. May you bless Prophetess Teresa wherever she is, even in the season that she's going through, my Father. I know that you are her strength and you are going to come for her and her family my father my god as we are about to receive the word my lord my father may you sanctify and purify this house my lord my father sanctify my lips my lord my father so that i may only speak what you want me to speak heavenly father i bless you and i thank you because i know that your spirit has gone before me and your angels of heaven have gone before me in the mighty name of jesus christ i pray trusting and believing amen Deliverance from ungodly decision making. Deliverance from ungodly decision making. Amen. Amen. Have you written that topic? Have we written the topic? I want this to be a conversation. I don't want to just be speaking. So when I ask, have you written that topic? I want to hear a yes or a no or we are still writing something. So we have written. Not yet. Okay, let us wait. So you who has not written that one sentence until now. <laughs> Uh, teachers have, have work to do. <laughs> okay, so our topic is deliverance from ungodly decision making. First, I'm going to explain what decision making is. Do we all know what decision making is? I believe each and every person here has at some point in their lives made a decision. In one way or the other. Even today, I'm sure you made several decisions. What to eat. For us ladies, especially what to wear. You must look good. For you to leave the house. So there are many decisions from the minute you wake up. To the point where you go to sleep. That you as an individual, you make. Right? Am I right? And it doesn't matter the age. Everyone from small children to adults, we all make decisions. Even small children, they choose. Even the little ones, one year old, two year old. They make a decision. They can decide, I want to play with this toy and not this toy. That's a decision that the child has made. So it is something that you, 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 you choose to do. It is when you have been given an option and you choose one. That is decision making. Amen. 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 So we're going now, I, I believe now we all understand what decision making is. We're going to jump quickly into the scripture. We're going to uh, Genesis 13. 5 to 12. Peace, you can read it if you are there. Okay, 
mwanzo 13:5 mpaka 12 na lutu aliyesafiri pamoja na Abraham yeye naye alikuwa na makundi ya ngombe na kondoo na hema na ile nchi haikuwatosha ili wakae pamoja maana mali zao zilikuwa nyingi hata wasiweze kukaa pamoja kukawako ugomvi kati ya wachunga wanyama wa Abraham na wachunga wanyama wa lutu na siku zile wa Kanani na waperizi walikuwa kikaa katika nchi Abraham akamwambia lutu basi usiwepo ugomvi na kusihi kati ya mimi na wewe wala kati ya wachungaji wangu na wachungaji wako maana sisi tu ndugu je nchi hii yote haiko mbele yako basi ujitenge nami na kusihi ukienda upande wa kushoto nitakwenda upande wa kuume ukienda upande wa kuume nitakwenda upande wa kushoto Lutu akainua macho yake akaliona bonde lote la Yordani ya kwamba lote pia lina maji kabla Bwana hajaharibu Sodoma na Gomora lilikuwa kama bustani ya Bwana kama nchi ya Misri hapo unakwenda sowari basi Lutu akajichagulia bonde lote la Yordani Lutu akasafiri kwa upande wa mashariki wakatengana wao kwa wao Abraham akakaa katika nchi ya Kanani na Lutu akakaa katika mji um, miji ya lile bonde akajongeza hema yake mpaka Sodoma Amen. Amen. I believe we are all familiar with this scripture. Naamini wote tunafahamu ile andiko. Hata wale ambao tumeanza kusoma Biblia juzi kati. Even those who started reading the Bible You've already reached here somewhere. Naamini tumeshafika hapa. It is nothing embarrassing to not know all the scriptures in the Bible. Sio kitu cha aibu kutokujua maandiko yote kwenye Biblia. It's actually good when you admit it and want to learn more. Kwa hakika ni vizuri ukikubali ili utakujifunza zaidi. So this story is about Abraham and Lot. Kwa hii historia ni kuhusiana na Abrahamu na Lutu and how they were relatives na kwamba walikuwa ni ndugu and they lived together walikuwa wakiishi pamoja but then they had cattle and herds walikuwa na mifugo and at some point the, the cattle became too many and there was arguments between Abraham's herdsmen and Lot's herdsmen kuna mmoja wa wengine mifugo ikawa mingi kwa kuna mkanganyani kati ya wachungaji wa Abraham na wachungaji wa Lot so they had to part ways kwa ilibidi waachane so i'm going to focus on a certain verse kwa nitaweka mlango wangu kwenye mstari fulani verse 10 to 11 so genesis 13 10 to 11 i will read mwanzo 13:10-11 lot looked around and saw that the whole plain of jordan towards zoar was well watered like the garden of the lord like the land of egypt this was before the lord destroyed sodom and gomorrah so lot chose for himself the whole plain of jordan and set towards the east the two men parted company amen amen what did lot do Lutu alifanya nini? He chose. Aliamua. He chose. Alifanya uchaguzi. So he made a decision. Kwa alifanya maamuzi. Lot made a decision. Lutu alifanya maamuzi. Now, sasa. What we can see here? Tunachoona hapa. Lot made the decision. Lutu Lot made maamuzi. the decision. Lutu alifanya maamuzi by what he saw. Kwa kile alichokiona. With his eyes. Na macho yake. Amen. Amen. He made a decision by what he saw. Alifanya maamuzi kwa kile alichokiona. He saw that the land on that side was beautiful. Aliona kama ardhi pale iko vizuri. That it was beautiful. Kumbe ilikuwa ni nzuri. Like it says here like the garden of the Lord. Inasema kama bustani ya Bwana. Now because Lot was selfish in a way. Kwa sababu Lot alikuwa kidogo mbinafsi kwa namna moja. He just thought ah, I want the better land. Akasema ah I've been given a choice. So I'm going to choose the better land. Let's be honest. Most of us would have done the same, right? Kuna yule ambaye angesema ah ah mimi nitachukua kule kubaya kubaya kukame kukame. The person who said that I would talk the person the part which is not good. The reality of it is most of us. By instinct. By our nature 
kwa namna yetu tulivyo chosen the better part because of what we see because you're saying ah, this guy I, i can plant things if you have cattle you say my cattle will have a place to eat instead of this one that it looks dry and not so well you know cultivated so so lot made the decision through his eyes are we together are we together okay move with me twende na mimi A lot of us do the same. Watu wengi sana tunafanya hivi. We make decisions. Tunafanya maamuzi. Based on what we see. Kwa kile tunachokiona. How we feel. Yesi tunavohisi. And for women that is a serious issue. Na kwa wanawake hilo ni jambo sana. How you feel at that particular moment. Unapojisikia kwa wakati huo usika. Will determine the decisions that you make. Itaangalia maamuzi utakayofanya. Eh wale ambao mliachana You even dumped your boyfriend because you were angry at that moment. So you decided to dump him. Just because you are angry. So you made a decision because of anger. Because of how you feel. We also make decisions on on basis of what we hear. For example, you could be working if you are if you are employed. And you hear um, gossip that somebody uh, maybe you're, you're you're going to be demoted. Someone tells you. And you decide I'm going to quit my job. Hey, I'm, I'm going nawanyosha before they 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 fire me, I'm going to quit. That's a decision you make. Based on what what you have heard so it depends on so many factors i really can't list them all it even depends on your past what has happened to you in the past things that have happened to you in the past can influence your choices in the future i mean for example if if you as someone has stolen your phone maybe you will be more careful of where you place your phone in the future is that not right so our past experiences can also affect our choices now sasa i want us to get to where the point is are we together thus far are we together thus far We need to make a decision. Inabidi tufanye maamuzi. To always involve God in everything. Kumshirikisha Mungu mara zote katika kila kitu. Every decision we make. Katika kila maamuzi tunayofanya. What do I mean? Namaanisha nini? I don't mean just the big decisions. Simaanishi tu maamuzi makubwa. I don't mean just uh, who should I marry? Simaanishi tu nani ambaye nakwenda kuingia kwenye ndoa? Where should I work? Nifanye kazi wapi? Or where should I go study? Au niende kusoma wapi? I mean when you wake up. Namaanisha unapoamka. And you want to choose an outfit to wear. Nataka uchague kivazi cha kuvaa. You're like, "Oh God, which one should I go with?" Nasema, "Ah Mungu, nivae kipi?" Do you know that the, the outfit that you wear? Unajua vazi unalovaa can make or break your day. Inaweza kutengeneza au kuvunja siku yako. Someone can have remembered you just because of what you wore. Mtu anaweza akakukumbuka tu kwa kile ambacho ulikuwa umevaa. But that is only if you consult God. Lakini pale kama uko mamuliza Mungu. The mistake we make as humans Um kosa nalofanya kama wanadamu is that we think we should only involve God in the big decisions. Tunaona tu tumshirikishe Mungu kwenye maamuzi yale makubwa. God is interested in the small decisions that you make. Mungu pia yuko pale katika hata yale maamuzi madogo tunayofanya. Small decisions that you feel do not need God. They need God. Maamuzi madogo nayo hayamhitaji Mungu pia yamhitaji Mungu. Seriously they need God. Kusema kweli anamhitaji Mungu how you wear your hair it needs god jinsi unapotengeneza nywele na mhitaji mungu the shoes that you buy it needs god pia tunavyonunua pia 
mtaji Mungu. But we don't see that. Lakini hatuoni hivyo. We don't feel that that is important. Hatuoni kama hiyo ni muhimu. But in order for God to be your friend. Lakini ili Mungu awe rafiki yako. You need to cultivate a habit. Inabidi utengeneze tabia. That every decision small or big. Kama kila maamuzi makubwa ama madogo. You have to involve God. Inabidi umshirikishe Mungu. Let's go to another example quickly. Twende kwa mfano mwingine kwa haraka. Genesis 19:26. Mwanzo 19:26. Okay. You can read peace if you're there. Okay, nitasoma mwanzo 19:26 nalo linasema, lakini mkewe Lutu akatazama nyuma yake akawa nguzo ya chumvi. Amen. Amen. But Lot's wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt. Who here is not familiar with the story of Sodom and Gomorrah? I think we all know it. And we all know about Lot's wife. God was about to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. But he had mercy on Lot's family. He sent an angel to get them out before he destroyed the city but he instructed them through the angel that don't look back but what did lot's wife decide she decided to look back she made a decision to go against what the angel told her to do these are all decisions we make it doesn't say in the bible that her neck was forced to look back. It doesn't say in the Bible that someone came and forced her, "Hey, look back." It doesn't say in the Bible she fell down and then she rolled and then she had to look back. She decided. She said, "You know what? I'm going to look back a bit. I'm going to just you know and look what happened she made a conscious decision to look back even though she was told not to so many of us are like lot's wife we are instructed to do something that is for our own good but we decide to do something else which ends up harming us is that not true is that not true i will speak on behalf of women because i am a woman myself and i will speak uh, to young women because okay i'm still kind of young but i was younger at some point You remember that time when uh, you you had that boyfriend? And your mother told you, mm, "No, my daughter." This one no. He will only hurt you. But you, you decided to continue with the relationship. And what happened? He hurt you. And then now you're going to run back to the same mother. Hey, tell you being a mother is difficult. It is difficult. You tell someone don't do this. They still do it. I still see it even in my small daughter even though she's just two. I tell her, Adi, don't sit there, you will fall. She says, no. These kids of these days. They will tell you no. 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 They tell you no. Hapana. So I'm like I'm hearing no from a 2 year old. Yaani mimi nasikia hapana kutoka kwa mtoto wa miaka miwili. But what happens? Kinatokea nini? Exactly what I told her. Kila nitomwambia. She falls. Atanguka. Then she starts crying. And then who has to convert her? Hafsa nani inabidi amfariji? Mimi. Mimi. Who told her she will fall? Ambaye nilimwambia atanguka. So, you know <laughs> 
when you make decisions unapofanya maamuzi be ready to carry the circumstances that come Kuatari, the consequences so yale matokeo yatakayotokea be ready to carry the consequences kuwa tayari kubeba yale matokeo be positive yawe chanya or negative au hasi but be ready lakini kuwa tayari just know that every decision you make jua kama kila maamuzi unayofanya and i mean every decision namaanisha kila maamuzi is going to affect your life itaathiri maisha yako in one way or the other kwa namna moja ama nyingine in a positive way or in a negative way kwa namna chanya au nyasi so it is up to you kwao ni juu yako on what you decide nini kile unachagua amen amen are we together tuko pamoja so i Ayo. want us to go into another section nataka twende kwenye kipengele kingine I want us to see what causes ungodly decision making kufanya maamuzi kusiku kwa kiungu what do you think causes that unaisi nini kinasababisha hivyo because you know most of us kwa sababu unajua wengi wetu we are, our lives are stuck maisha yetu yamesimama because was somewhere somewhere kwa sababu sehemu moja ama namna moja we made a decision that made us now become stuck tulifanya maamuzi ambayo yametufanya tukwame sasa is it not true yes kweli for true. university students kwa wanafunzi wa chuo it can be the course that you decided to do inaweza kuwa ni course uliyoamua kuchukua after uni baada ya chuo you find it hard to get a job unaona ni kazi kupata kazi but it's a decision that you made to take that course lakini maamuzi uliochukua kuchukua hiyo course so maybe it was not the course that god wanted you to do labda haikuwa course ambayo mungu alitaka uifanye so even though going to school is a good thing kwa hata kama kwenda shule ni jambo jema you did not make a godly decision because you did not take the course that god wanted you to take hakufanya maamuzi ya kiungo sio kuchukua course mungu aliyotaka it doesn't mean that just because you're doing the right thing haimaanishi kwa sababu kama unafanya kitu kitu sahihi that is godly Have we understood each other? Tumeelewana hapa. Just because you're doing the right thing. Kwa sababu tu unafanya kitu sahihi doesn't make it a godly thing. Haikifanyi kiwe kitu cha kiungu. Just because you have waited and now you're getting married. Sio kwa sababu tu umesubiri na sasa unaingia kwenye ndoa. Doesn't mean it's a godly decision because maybe that's not the man that God has appointed for you. Haimaanishi labda hiyo ni maamuzi ya kiungo sio labda huyo sio mwanamume ambaye Mungu amekupangia. So what causes this ungodly decision making? Kwa nini husababisha kufanya maamuzi kusiku kwa kiungu? Number one is pride kiburi pride kiburi like i said before kama nilivyosema mwanzo you can be told to be to do one thing unaweza kuambia ufanye kitu kimoja but because you feel you know better like kwa sababu unajua you are better wewe ni mzuri sana in every way kila namna you decide to do what you want to do unafanya kile unachokitaka mwenyewe like lots wife what made her turn around kama mke wa lot nini kilimfanya ageuke it's probably just thinking that me i'm i'm more clever than all these other people labda kwa kwanza kama ni mwerevu kuliko wengine wote hapa who are not looking back ambao hawaangalii nyuma i'm smarter mimi ni mwerevu zaidi so she made a decision to look back akafanya maamuzi ya kuangalia nyuma pride kiburi lack of knowledge kukosa maarifa sometimes we make the wrong decisions and we end up making ungodly decisions mwingine tunafanya maamuzi ya soho hii na kuishia kufanya maamuzi yasiyo ya kiungu because we lack knowledge kwa tunakosa maarifa on that particular thing kwenye hicho kitu Amen. 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 Sometimes you can you know like um these people who come from Mikoani. Unajua watu waliotokea Mikoani? The ones that um have never been to Dar es Salaam or any big city. Wale ambao hawajawahi kufika Dar es Salaam au jiji lolote kubwa. When they come here, wakija hapa. Hey, the decisions they make. Maamuzi wanayofanya. Are crazy. 
But that's because they lack knowledge. Lakini kwa sababu wamekosa maarifa. How many stories have we heard someone come gets to Bungo? Sorry ngapi tumesikia mtu anafika Ubungo and their bags are stolen. Alafu mabegi yao yanaibia. Because they decided to leave their bags with somebody while they go to you to get what? Kwa sababu aliamua kuacha mabegi yao na mtu wao kwenda kuchagua vitu vingine huko. That's a decision they made. Hayo ni maamuzi waliyofanya. But it's not because they wanted to make a wrong decision. Kisoka mwetoka kufanya maamuzi ya sio sahihi. It's lack of knowledge. Kukosa maarifa. It's lack of knowledge. Kukosa maarifa. They don't know what Dar es Salaam is like. Hawajui Dar es Salaam ikoje. Hajui kwamba huko kuna wanyoshaji. They don't know there's those kind of people. So they make the wrong decision. Kwa wanafanya maamuzi ya sio sahihi. And there's so many similar um instances like this. Na kuna historia nyingi za kufanana na hivyo. You know you 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 go abroad unaenda nje majuu you've never been abroad haujai kuweko huko you don't ask what's the weather like haulizi je hali ya hewa iko you go there with your chiffon that you have worn here in dar es salaam unaenda na kashifoni kako kale ka dar es salaam unaenda uko unapigwa na baridi you go there you meet winter unarudi na pneumonia you come back with pneumonia and then you say umelogwa <laughs> for you say you will be which who bewitched you you made the wrong decision to go to people's countries and then you don't ask what the weather is like you've never even been there you lack the knowledge so you didn't ask and now look at the consequences so that's number two, right number three, lack of wisdom lack of wisdom You can have knowledge. But you can lack wisdom. Have you ever I, I remember um I saw a clip of a minister of God. He's a big minister now, very big. But he was telling his story. And he was saying he he's a prophet. So he was a prophet since he was very young. And he said that when he was younger he lacked wisdom. Because he would go around you know, pro- prophets they see so he can see when someone is sick Kwa all these different scenarios like our mother prophet is so him yeye, he discovered his gift very early in life i think if i remember correctly he was not even 10 years old so he knew that he could prophesy now he lacked wisdom and made wrong decisions for example to prophesy to people at random. Mfano kutoa nabii kwa watu bila mpangilio. You don't see prophet standing here and giving prophecy and you think it's easy. Wewe unamwona nabii hapa anaisa anatoa nabii It's not easy. Rahisi. So what he used to do? Kwa alichokuwa anafanya. He even gave an example. Alitoa mfano. He said there's one time akasema kuna mara moja he went up to someone randomly. This is like a, an 8 9 year old boy up. Alimfuata mtu hapo utamwambia mtu wa miaka 8 mpaka 9. So him he's 8 years old the yeah, prophet alikuwa na miaka 8 mpaka 9 huyo nabii Hey, so he was in the streets. You know prophet prophetic callings they just burn you. You you get fire. He decided to start prophesying at random. He started telling people, "Hey you, I see hey, God is healing you from HIV." Hey, the beating that he received. He received a serious beating. Even though it was true, 
Japokuwa ilikuwa ni ukweli. The prophecy was true. Unabii ulikuwa ni kweli. But he lacked the wisdom. Lakini alikosa to deliver hikima. the message the way it was supposed to be. Ya kufikisha ile habari jinsi ilivyopaswa. So sometimes when you lack wisdom, kama nyingine ukikosa hekima, you end up making ungodly decisions. Unaweza kufanya maamuzi yasiyo ya kiungo. And they can get you into serious trouble. Naweza kuanguza kwenye matatizo makubwa. How many of us have made decisions that actually ended up getting us into trouble? Wangapi tumefanya maamuzi ambayo yametupeleka kwenye kupata matatizo makubwa? I believe all of us have. I believe all of us have. Naamini ni wote hapa. I thank God me uh, my mom has always given me freedom. Namshukuru Mungu mama yangu mimi amekuwa akinipa uhuru to be young. Wakuwa mdogo. To be young and free. Wakuwa mdogo na huru. So I used to just ask her like, "Ma, can I go out to the club?" Nikamwambia mama naweza nikaenda club. She would just tell me, "Okay." Nisaniambia, "Uh-huh, uh-huh ndio." Mm, okay. And sometimes uh-huh, she would even take me escort me. Manyingine angeza hata kunichukua na kunisindikiza. My mom is just another one. She's <laughs> But I love her so much. Mm-hmm. So, I w- I've never been one of those people that had to jump the fence. Ambayo ilibidi niruke ukuta. But I know a lot of people who have. Lakini wajua wengi ambao wamefanya hivyo. And some of those decisions na maamuzi mengine namna hiyo have led to broken limbs. Ambayo yamefanya watu wavunjike miguu. People get hurt. Watu wameumia. And because you are jumping the fence now your parents don't know you are out. Sasa kwa sababu unaruka ukuta sasa wako hujui kama uko nje. Something bad happens to you out there. Kitu kinabaki na kutokea huko nje. You can't even come back and tell your, your parents that all oh, this happened. Unaweza kurudi kwanza kuambia wazazi wako kama hichi kilitokea. I think I know Swahili um, Uh, saying that says msema Kiswahili unaosema unakufa kisabuni right mm-hmm. it's correct eh mm-hmm. eh yeah. inabidi unakufa kisabuni mm-hmm. you, you are in like pain una maumivu you fell uliruka vibaya umeumia lakini huwezi kuchechemea because if you start limping maana ukianza kuchechemea your mother is going to come mama yako atakwambia why are you limping when you were fine when you were going to sleep yesterday wakati ulikuwa sawa ulivenda kulala jana usiku you have a serious hangover yani hapo ni una ile hangover ile and on sunday your mother is blasting gospel music unajua african parents eh najua mimi ndo anarekodi muziki ya dini jumapili asubuhi no actually on saturday not sunday on saturday morning jumamosi asubuhi the time for cleaning and washing clothes you are right ule mda usiku hangover at a panic anguka you feel like your head is going to explode mm, hangover kama yote but your mother is there now eh kwa yesu yani the music is blasting yani ule mdundo ni wenyewe you feel like telling her mom unamwambia mama just reduce the volume a bit my head yani punguza sauti maana kichwa but you can't lakini uweze that's why i say you have to you have to accept the consequences Masa of your decision inabidi tu kukubaliane yale matokeo ya maamuzi yao decided to jump the fence uliamua uruke ukuta to go clubbing nenda club now you hangover sasa ndo una hangover or you have a broken uh, limb somewhere au ndo kimgundo kimevunjika sehemu you have to pretend like all is well kwa inabidi ujifanye kama kila kitu ni carry your luggage well beba mzigo wako vizuri amen amen these are just some few examples and i'm going to nakwenda kwa haraka because of time kwa ajili ya muda but i believe that all of you are understanding what i'm saying right lakini naamini wote mnaelewa tunachokiongelea so how then Mm-hmm. Can we make godly decisions? Sasa je tunawezaje kufanya maamuzi ya kiungo? So these are the steps. Hizi ni hatua. The first one is obvious. Ya kwanza ni ya kawaida tunaijua. Pray on it. Sorry? Pray on it. Iombe. Every decision, kila maamuzi 
pray on it. You know, yeah, it, it might sound crazy. And it might sound like it's so time consuming. Oh, can you imagine just wearing this blazer once kumwambia Mungu, eh Mungu, nibariki ninavo vaa hii blazer. Bless me as I put on this blazer. You get tired sometimes, huh? Because it's too many things. Kwa sababu ni vitu vingi sana. But I guarantee you. If you make a habit of doing these things. Ukifanya tabia kufanya hivi vitu. You would be surprised in the ways that God is going to work in you because you involved him. Utashangaza jinsi Mungu atakavyotenda kazi kwa jinsi vile ulivyomhusisha. So the first one is you have to pray on it. Kwa chakwanza inabidi uiombe. Decisions that are being made you have to pray on it. Maamuzi yanayofanyika inabidi uyaombe. Always pray on it. Mara zote yaombe. You know right now, unajua sasa hivi There are many uh, marriages that are breaking. Ndoa nyingi sana zinavunjika. And some of them are, are for legitimate reasons. Na nyingine ni kwa sababu sahihi kabisa. But some some of them. Lakini nyingine is because people just entered into marriage without really thinking. Ni kwa sababu wanaingia tu kwenye ndoa bila kutafakari vyema. Especially young girls these days who just want to get married for the wedding day. Sana sana mabinti wadogo sasa hivi wanataka tu muingie kwenye ndoa kwa ajili ya siku ya harusi. You didn't pray on it. Wala hujaombea. You didn't seek God. Wala hujamtafuta Mungu. Here you are married. Uko hapo sasa umeolewa. And then you are surprised when the marriage ends. I'm not saying this is always the case. But for most times, it is. I'm from a family of a single mother. So my parents uh, my mother left my father when she was six months pregnant with me. So I've never lived in a house of with a father and mother. So sometimes I wonder um had had my mom prayed about the partner that she wanted in her life mwingine kwa ganawaza je mama yangu aliombea yule mwenza aliyokuwa anamtaka kwenye maisha yake would things have been different labda vitu vingekuwa tofauti would she have still been married now labda uweza bangi kwa bado yuko kwenye ndoa who knows nani ajuae who really knows nani ajuae but what i do know lakini ninachokijua is that she didn't involve god in the process kwamba hakumwachacha mungu kwenye huo mchakato so maybe that's the reason kwa labda hiyo ndo sababu or maybe not au labda sivyo but that leaves you to question lakini hiyo inakuacha kuhoji but when you've prayed about it gives you peace ila pale ukiombea unakupa amani to know that i involved god kujua kama nilimhusisha mungu so whatever happens now god is in it kwa lote likitoka Amen. 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 Are we together? I want to see people who are lively. Amen. Now the second step, Seek opinion from a trusted source. Tafuta ushauri kutoka kwa mtu anayemwamini. Yes, seek opinion from a trusted source. Tafuta ushauri kutoka kwa mtu anayemwamini. Now, I have to be very uh, clear on this point. Hapo inabidi niwe vizuri zaidi wazi kwenye hii pointi. It can't just be anybody. Hawezi tu kwa mtu yote. It can't be that friend of yours that you go drinking with. Haiwezi kuwa rafiki yako ambao unakwenda kulewa naye. It can't be that friend who is always telling you let's go to the witch doctor. Haiwezi kuwa rafiki yako anayekuambia sasa twende kwa mganga. It has to be somebody who you trust. Inabidi awe mtu unayemwamini. Somebody who has a reputation mtu ambaye anafahamika that is good anafahamika kwa mema for example for most of us it's prophet sana sana kwa wengi wetu hapa ni nabii because we know that she's knowledgeable najua kama ni mwenye maarifa and she has wisdom na ana hikima and she has god in her na ana mungu ndani yake so whatever advice that she gives you ushauri wote atakaokupa and the decision that she makes sometimes even on your behalf na maamuzi anayofanya mengine atakuwa ni yako it will be godly itakuwa kimungu but what most of us fail in lakini mara nyingi watu wengi tunachokosa we go to that friend tunakwenda kwa ile rafiki that friend who even them they are struggling so you, your business is dying and 
and then you're going to that friend whose business died long ago. I mean, surely. So what are you expecting to happen there? It's, it's the blind leading the blind. Go to somebody who has has shown that they have success in that area. If it's business, go to somebody who can advise you who has a successful business. If it's marriage, go to somebody who has a successful marriage. If it's if it's studies, go to someone who is passing in class, getting good grades. That is what I mean by a trusted source. Amen. Amen. So the third step, know that whatever decision you make must align with the word of God. There is no way that a godly decision will not align with the Bible. That is just the bottom line. That is the bottom line. And if you go somewhere to pray maybe in a different place and you are given instructions by whoever that don't align with the word of God. Run very quickly. Run very quickly. But you know the problem with us? We want miracles. Signs and wonders. So sometimes we know that this thing is not of God. But we do it anyway. We decide to do it anyway. Because we want it to go to move quickly. So these are the three steps. You have to pray on it. Seek an opinion from a trusted source. And know that whatever decision you make must align with the word of God. Amen. Amen. So now as I finish my topic. Today I'm keeping it very short and sweet. Because I want us to remember. I want us to all stand up and I want us to pray. Because most of our lives are not moving because of the wrong decisions that we have made in the past. Now this is the month of Elohim Mirakov. As our prophetess has declared it. The Lord that is near. Elohim Mirakov. The Lord who is near. You should no longer feel like you are alone. Or that the Lord God is too far to hear your prayer. He is Elohim miracle. Call to him now. He is near. I want us to go into prayer and ask God to forgive us for the decisions that we made that are tying our lives now that are making our lives to not move in one way or the other. Whether we did it intentionally or unintentionally. Each one of us at some point in our lives has made an ungodly decision. So I want us to pray in this moment and I want, to lift, I want you to lift your voices.